It's Hockey Prospect Radio brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting. Through an integrated series of best business practices, they design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. We're now going to speak with Ross Mahoney, Assistant General Manager of the Washington Capitals, about some prospects in the system. Ross, thanks for coming on the show again. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show, Shane. So let's uh, talk about your first pick in the first round of Ryan Leonard, who went off to Boston College, and he was one of those players, you know, looking at him through the draft where, you know, you look at your current roster, and not saying that you're trying to find a replacement for certain players who are getting up in age, but it just, I thought it was fortuitous that you could potentially have a replacement for a guy like TJ Osey, only because they have some similar skill sets and similar attributes about how they approach the game and how they play the game. And I thought to myself, when we were right at the draft, I said that to Steve Coolius. I go, hmm, interesting. I wonder 10 years down the road if I'm going to come back and think that that was accurate or not. So talk a little bit about Ryan Leonard as a player and what he what really intrigued you and your staff about him as a player and um, how fortunate do you feel they had a chance to pick him there? Yeah, no, we were really uh, felt we were really fortunate to be able to have a chance to uh, call out Ryan's name. Um, I think he kind of brings a bit of a unique uh, skill set in the sense that uh, he can score. Uh, I was very evident last year. I think he had 51 goals or 50-some goals in about 55 games. Uh, scored big goals, too. I think he had the overtime winner in the, uh, in the World Championships, the under-18s. But he also brings a, a level of intensity that we really like. Um, he's hard to play against. You know, he's strong in front of the net. He's strong in the corners. He's uh, he, He'll battle. He'll take the puck hard to the net. So it's kind of that combination of, of the skill, yes, but also uh, that intensity and that kind of grit that he brings to, uh, to every shift and every game that he plays in. How much of that when you're assessing players like a guy like Ryan, there are – players who are certainly going to help you make the playoffs. And then there's the playoff style players. And I would, I put Ryan in that. It's one of the reasons why I actually had him quite high in my list. I think I had him six is because of that additional value. I thought, you know, there's players who make really good decisions, but there's also players who make good decisions and good choices. And he makes good choices. He's willing to take hit, hits to make plays. He's willing to go to the net and take some pounding from, you know, from defensemen, he's he, he's willing to do block shots. He's willing to do those things that playoff players have to do if you're going to win. Is that some of the things that you guys observed as well? Yeah, no, for sure. You know, like we said earlier, the goal scoring for sure was there. I mean, he can make plays also, but but that, uh, that willingness, like to go to those tough areas to score or, you know, finish checks, you know, to make it uncomfortable for defensemen when they go back and pack retrievals. Uh, I think those are all, you know, qualities that were really liked in him also in the sense that uh, that intensity that he brings and that, you know, desire to, to be a difference maker when he's out there. And so I think that's that's really important for us and and glad that Ryan, you know, has that attitude where he wants to be a difference maker. He wants to be able to to have an impact on the game, whether it is with the skill or whether it is with his physical play. What I also was intrigued by is I thought he did a really good job of puck support for his line mates where he wasn't just looking for a pass to make a shot. Yes, he scored lots of goals, and I think everybody sort of gravitated towards that. But I like the fact that he could draw defenders or his puck support was really strong. And it may not be in the most advantaged place for him to take a shot and do what he loves to do is score goals. 
but he he made decisions that were the betterment to keep the play alive and to support his teammates. Yeah, no, he can he can pass the puck uh, as well as shoot for sure, and I think that was pretty evident too when we uh, you know when we watched him. As you said, it wasn't like he was always a shoot first mentality. It was kind of what's right in the right situation, you know, whether to shoot, which he obviously likes to do, or like as you said, to to draw people to him and then be able to dish off to one of his line mates. I want to ask you about Andrew Crystal. I'm really intrigued. He was a player that we had, there was a lot of discussion amongst, um, you know, the independent, you know, scouts, a lot of the discussion around the media about where he would, where he would fall in the draft, where he was going to be positioned. I always thought that it just mattered what team he went to. He had to go to a team that understood what his development path was because he's so, so exceptionally talented with the puck. His puck skills are elite. There's no debating that. And I think the only concern with him was just really, how quick can he be? Like, it's really about, like, we talk about skating fast in the NHL. Um, from your perspective, I look at it as how well can he skate the game? Because you look at Mark Stone, he's not the most fleet of foot. Either is Tyler Toffoli. I mean, either is Brennan Gallagher. But they understand how to skate the game effectively. Is that something that you guys look at Andrew Crystal and go, you know what, with getting a little bit stronger, he's going to get a little bit quicker, but he understands how to skate the game, and we're not concerned that he's not what we would call a burner in that respect. Because even if you're a fast skater, it doesn't mean you're going to effectively skate the game. You know what I think, you know, as you alluded to earlier, I mean, Andrew's he's such an intelligent hockey player. I think he's always two or three steps ahead of most players on the ice with what he wants to do with the puck. And he seems to have tremendous awareness. Um, as far as the skating, I mean, when you give Andrew the puck, he doesn't slow down at all when he has the puck, you know, you know, like, a lot of guys do slow down when they have the puck. Yeah. People have a tendency players to sometimes drop their head a little bit and, you know, kind of keep an eye on the puck a little bit more. And Andrew, it's kind of glued to a stick. Um, and as you said, I mean, as Andrew gets uh, stronger and uh, matures, you know, he's he's going to get a little more leg strength. And I think his, uh, his skating, which is is good enough, you know, for us, will get even better and make him uh, even more dynamic than he is right now. It's one of the things that Connor Bedard had said, because obviously both him and Andrew are friends. He goes, don't underestimate how skilled he is because the game moves faster through the puck than it does through your feet, particularly even at the NHL level. So he won't have the puck for long because he doesn't have to he'll move it and then find a place for him to get it back and he'll move it again. And he's going to force people to chase the puck instead of even being glued or chasing him for that matter. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, you know, Andrew also is, uh, he's very competitive, you know, he really yeah. wants to, he really wants to make a, you know, be a difference maker out there, you know, and I, I think that competitiveness that he has and that desire to, uh, to be, you know, the best player out there, I think really bodes well for us in the future and for Andrew. Yeah, one of the things that's jumped out to me, I mean, it, look, the season's really early. He's only played 10 games, but he has 23 points. Not shocking. Uh, but he has seven goals in 10 games. And uh, we talked about that when I saw him at the Combine. He goes, and he goes, this year, there's going to be much more, e um, you know, emphasis on scoring some goals. I like to play make. You know, I'm, you know, obviously I like to make passes and make plays, but I want to be able to be that 50-50 dual threat in that respect. Is that something that you noticed that he was trying to do more of, not just last year, but coming into this year as well? Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, but, he, but he's such a smart player that I think he, he knows uh, what's appropriate in the right situation, whether it's to score or whether it's to pass. Uh, 
he obviously has that uh, elite hands and, and excellent vision. Um, you know, I just saw him play a couple of games on uh, last weekend uh, in Kelowna and uh, he kind of had both on display, you know, his ability to pass, his ability to score. He scored a couple breakaway goals, but he also had some really nice uh, assists that he had, uh, whether it was five on five or whether it was on the power play where he, uh, a couple of times I, I was fooled as to who he was going to pass to, but he, he ended up passing to the right player who had, uh, you know, an opportunity to get a, an easy goal. Well, and those are the kind of things that I like being pleasantly surprised because you think you're watching from far above. The game's much slower. You're like, okay, he has this option. That's the best option. And then he moves it someplace else that ends up being a better option. You're like, wait a minute. How come I didn't see it from up here? You know, clearly, you know, maybe we're not as quick as, you know, we realize from being up above. And I, I like that observation uh, from that standpoint, Ross. And what do you think he needs to do this year specifically to help himself move along, particularly off puck, away from the puck? Oh, you know, I think it's uh, a lot of times those guys that are really skilled and, and very talented with the puck, they, you know, sometimes just need to pay a little more attention to the, uh, you know, defensive side of the game, you know, make sure they're not leaving the zone early, that those sort of things. And, uh, and Andrew knows that. And, you know, he's working with our, our development team with Steve Richmond, Jim Slater, you know, uh, Brooks Orpik, uh, Ole Kolzig, and they're kind of, you know, they'll, they'll remind him to work on all parts of his game, you know, which, which he will. I mean, he's a, as I said, he's a smart player and he's a, he's got a real good character and, uh, you know, he's going to be able to, uh, like I said, work on a 200-foot game. We, we know he's got that offensive ability. We're going to take a short break on Hockey Prospect Radio. Stay tuned. We'll talk more about the Caps prospects right after this.